0: I feel like once you get to a certain area in your life and you're able to connect other people and, and vouch for people, that's, you know, that's what life is about, finding your purpose and, and having mentors and, and building relationships, Christian. And uh, I know we was talking off record, but, man, you just got the new position at Ball State, man. You, you've you been through the grind. What's that grind been like from a player to a coach now, you know, now in the business?
1: Uh, man, it was crazy. Man, I think uh, I played overseas um, for one year, and then I kind of like got rid of my agent, not knowing how to navigate uh, through getting all over there. So um, I was just training back home. I think it was like 2017, um, and then um, man, I had a I had a one of my best mentors uh, hit me. He was like, hey, "Do you want to coach this middle school team?" And I was like, "Yeah, like you know," but I knew that was going to kind of end my playing career because it's hard to take a year off and get back in it. You know, teams kind of look down on that a little bit. So I kind of made that decision. Like I always knew I wanted to coach like since uh, my junior year in college. So I was like, yeah, all right, let's, let's, let's check, let's, let's try this route. So I took it, not knowing what I was doing, man, I had them kids running around trying to have like a college mentality, professional mentality, um, you know, but it was, it was fun. And from there I got to, I was able to go back to Indiana state as a graduate assistant for a year and a half. Um, and then from there, I got the uh, a great opportunity to join Chris Beard and his staff at Texas Tech. Um, and obviously, he just made the move to Texas. I was there for a hot month, um, and then uh, I was at UTEP for two and a half months. So wow! And then and then I got lucky. Uh, I, I never I never had my phone on me. It's always a rule my toe. Never had your phone on you in practice, and I forget why I had my phone on me. But I, I reached in my pocket and looked at, it, and I just got a text message and was like, "Would you be interested in the Ball State job?" So I was and I was confused because I knew Coach Wright had just took this job. I was like, "Okay, well, like, you know, what's what's the deal? Like, what's going on?" He's like, "Oh, well, Coach Wright just left. He got the head of Richmond job." And I'm like, "Oh," I was like, "Well, yeah. If it's real, then like, let's let's see what we can do. Let's make it happen." So then right. I ended up calling Coach Wright. Um, I'm like, "Yo, yo, congratulations!" Da, da da da. And he was like, "Did you get the assistant at at UTEP?" I was like, no, I'm Director of uh, Recruiting uh, Player Development, which I was happy with. Like, I was 100% content, you know, yeah. I was looking forward to the season. And, you know, I was in a, building a relationship with those guys. So, like, I had no no idea that this was coming my way. And then those two guys kind of hit Coach Whitford. That kind of got the ball rolling. So, but, yeah, man, the grind, man, it, it was it was real. It was yeah, I don't, I don't
0: think a lot of players know that the coaching grind is it's just like a basketball player. You're always on the go. you You're traveling. You're trying to train, get ready for the for the day. You know what's the game plan. Watching film, it, it's no different. What what was some of the the challenges, man? You you faced though, like being a player to a coach now. And that was that was
1: I would say one of the hardest parts because I still had a player's mentality. You know, I'm still thinking like a player. I didn't really understand the business side of how 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 this all went down. And then so you know, I had. I had great great mentors that were in front of me as far as assistant coaches, Marcus Belcher, uh David Ragnan, Yurik Malagy, um, you know, guys like that that always like snatch me up and like just kinda like, you know, grab me in. It was like, man, this is how you gotta do things. Like this right. is how you this is how you operate. You know, you can't be doing this no more. You can't do this. You gotta clean up your act. You gotta, you know, social media gotta look a lot better. Like, you know, don't, 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 don't walk in here every day. You know, mad at the position you got, you got to come here every day trying to get the position that you want. You know, so it kind of stuck with me a little bit, like, Bars. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, don't don't come in here dressing like a graduate assistant, dress like you know you an assistant or a head coach. Like somebody's gonna see you. Uh, I remember Coach Malicky told me every day, like every day you walk in, every day you meet somebody, you talk to somebody, that's an interview. Like no matter who you're talking to, because like when uh, when Coach Whitford was interviewing uh, about me, he was asking everybody. And, you know, obviously, I luckily, I was a, luckily enough to impress a lot of people where they had nothing bad to say back to them. So, um, but, yeah, man, it's a grind, especially leaving Indiana, going to Texas uh, for the past two and a half years. and uh, Being away from family is not as easy as everybody makes it sound. But, uh, man, I'm back home, man, and so it was all worth it.
0: Yeah. No, man, it, it, it's a marathon, man. And you, and you spoke a lot about mentorship and social media I'm going to hit you with first, like how important is mentorship for these young athletes getting ready to be freshmen in college and, you know, getting ready to be a sophomore?
1: Yeah, no, it was huge. I would say every mentor I've ever had, probably the same for you is that he's always been a coach. Um, That's right. one of the reasons why I wanted to get back into it. But, um, you know, I, I I was there. I was there at one point, a freshman, thinking I knew everything, had all the answers, you know, playing time is this, I'm going to average this and that. Like, you know, the best thing I've always heard is, man, just run your own race. That's that's something that Coach Beard always preaches to people. Run your own, own race. You can't be looking in the next lane, looking at this guy, this guy, trying to compare your life to his because, you know, you didn't get there the same way he got there. You know, you're not going to get to your end point the same way he's going to get to his. So, um, you know, the, the quicker you can latch on to someone that, that you can trust um, and that knows what they're talking about, I say the better because uh, there's no way I'd be in this position without all of you know, plenty of mentors that I had in front of me.
0: For sure. And, and what advice would you give an incoming freshman, man, who just graduated from high school and going through the summer workouts and just finished summer one and two and now entering fall? Like what advice do you give those young guys?
1: Man, just stay the course. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, run your own race. Um, You know, you got four years. Don't, don't look for tomorrow. Don't look for next week. Don't look for next year, you know, kind of, kind of be where you are right there in that moment, you know, take each day and just embrace the grind a little bit. Some days get hard. Every day is not, not going to be easy. You're not going to want to get up and run and, and do all the things that um, that coach wants you to do. But at the end of the day, like, you're playing basketball. Like, I wish I could right. get back out there and do it all again and go through my four years, you know, through the ups and the downs because it, it kind of builds you as a person. You know, I think I think some people kind of, you know, shy away from their bad days, but when you look at it, you know, your bad days and, and your adversity kind of builds you to who you are. And it makes winning that much better. It makes when you succeed and get the next, you know, whatever it is in your life, it makes it that much better. Cause you know, you look back and you are like, man, I went through something that a lot of people wouldn't have been able to get through. And now I'm here. So I just say like embrace the grind. Like you said, everything's a marathon. Don't be, don't try to get there in a hurry. Like just take it at one day at a time and enjoy that process.
0: Man, I'm And I'm a echo that because even for me and like human nature, man, as anxiety, I feel like all human beings deal with it. Like I try not to focus on next week or tomorrow. Yeah. Like I, I wake up today, let me focus on Monday and let me get, let me win Monday. And, yeah. and let me try to go to bed at a reasonable time because I feel like the longer I stay up, the more anxiety happens <laughs> for me. <laughs> I, I start thinking about things that will not even happen, but it's just like, I'm still up just yeah. thinking and, I'm like, okay, let's, let's focus on a day. And and for the players that's listening, like just win today, you know yeah. what I mean? When you wake up, do what's told, be humble, respect your professors and understand that, hey, basketball is a vehicle is going to take you, you know, a variety of places. And you talked about social media, Christian, how important is social media now as you recruit players?
1: Oh, it's huge. It's something that we look at. Um, you know, I, I follow a lot of guys on social media and you can, you can almost, supposed lose a scholarship off of something that you post on social media um you know like i'm following people and they put something on there that you know obviously everybody everybody lives their own life and we all know it but you know you shouldn't advertise it if that's not something that you want to be known you know like don't be mad because i saw it but you put it (laughs) out there and now you know i gotta report that back to such and such or how that's going down you know like and we all talk, you know, all, all coaches, you know, where, you know, there's like a circle, there's trees, there's friends, you know, like if I see you, you're out there, guy, or one of your players, you know, I'm, I'm going to get, hey, you know, your dude just put that on there. So, um, right. you know, the more you can clean it up, uh, the better. Obviously, it's your, it's your brand, it's your image. You know, I think uh, now that we got the name, image, and likeness out here with with um, players, you know, you got you to gotta have a brand that, that you can build yourself on you know, for later down the line, for, for right now, you know, even stuff like that. So um, the better you look on social media, the more attractive you look um, as far as especially uh, recruiting. That's one thing that we definitely look at.
0: For, like, when we were playing in college, man, they, we didn't have the name, image, and likeness, man. How yeah. do you think you would have benefited from the NIL? Do you think that would have been much leverage, bringing in some bread while you was a, a student athlete in college?
1: I would have try. I would have tried. I don't know how much my name would have really pushed and tear hope, but I definitely would have tried. It would have helped. It would have helped for sure. You, you put your name out there and get and get money just off of a company um helping you out a little bit too. So yeah.
0: Um, do you do you think it will hurt some like athletes egos when they feel like hey they they've been marketing themselves on their Twitter and you realize like man yeah. you ain't that dude. And those conversations you like I gotta have with the player like man like he's getting this bag because this is what he brings to the table. It's possible for you to get there, but you're going to have to continuously work. But I feel like there's pros and cons with the NIL because I, I really feel like it's
1: going to hurt a lot of players' uh, feelings. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. I mean, people not just going to hand you money. You right. know what I mean? Like, like, like the Alabama quarterback just got, a, I think, a million-dollar deal. He ain't even played a game yet. But he's at Alabama. Right. You know, that's that's a whole different world you got to deal with and, you know, he's going to be successful. I would assume so. They wouldn't have gave him that much money. But, you know, if you're at a certain school and, and you just walk into a business and say, hey, can I get a, you know, a deal? They're looking at you like, well, why? Why Why would I just give you my money? You know, about you bringing in championships every year and and they're, you know their sponsorship bring bringing it back to them and help their business. Then yeah, they'll probably work with you a little bit. And I think that's what happens at the Alabama State world and things like that. So, but yeah, there are guys that, that. Kind of thought that it was going to be easy just to walk into business and sign them and sign a money deal. Nah, no, yeah. it, it don't work like that now. So now they're kind of getting that aspect of of how kind of the real world works a little bit, and, and you know, money is not just going to be handed to you. You got to kind of work for it a little bit. Right. So I think that's, that kind of helps in that sense.
0: No, no question, man. Last segment. What are your expectations, man, for this fall at Ball State? New job, new opportunity, man. What's going through your head? And like I said, what's the expectations for you?
1: man like like you said right now it's my head's spinning you know i'm up all night thinking of you know just how to how to win you know i just i I mean that's that's why we are in the business of sports you know we all want to win selfishly that's just kind of the competitors in us a little bit but um at the end of the day man it's like you said it's about relationships so the quicker i can get these guys in here learn their names learn their faces and you know their family their background everything like that at the end of the day man like you know, we've known each other for almost 10 years now. You know, it's a relationship that's all going to stick with you regardless of, you know, what happens in that season. Um, so, you know, I'm just excited to get to build a relationship with everybody, help them and watch them grow. Like like I said earlier, I had a mentor that helped me get to each and every aspect of my life. So I'm trying to be that for the next person. You know, obviously probably can't reach everybody, but, you know, if I can get the majority of these guys and, and help them and watch them grow into young men and men after that. So – that's kind of the main thing, obviously winning, but seeing them succeed uh, through their time here at Ball State and even after life is probably the main goal. It's really why I got into coaching as well. So that, that's really it.
0: Christian, appreciate it, bro. Like I said, I know you want to go, but I appreciate you for taking the time out, man, and coming on the podcast.
1: Nah, man, appreciate you, man, for calling me. I, I know, I know you got. A yeah, big I was at look. the red
0: light, man. No, I was on Twitter and you know on Instagram, and I got an update. I'm like, man, let me call my guy on a whim real quick and. I appreciate it. Like I said, it was on a whim, guys, those that's listening, man. And that's the the point of relationships. Like Christian was my teammate back in the day, 10 years, 10 years ago. Oh. And like I said, man, we we traveled together, went to Peach Jam together. And to see where he is today, man, is, is dope to see. Because now it's like, hey, man, I think this is a brother you need to talk to in regards of mentorship because it takes a village, man, yeah. to, to raise us. Because basketball, man, can put you in this dark place if you don't know how to get out of it.